Hey party people, Jeff Stormer here. I wanted to give you a taste of what the new show All My Fantasy Children is all about, and I figured the easiest way to do that was by uploading our most recent episode to the Party of One feed and letting you hear it for yourself. So, please enjoy this episode of All My Fantasy Children, entitled Big Jeremy and the Goats of the Round Table. From worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff! Hey, Aaron! Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. The show where we make weird characters from weird role-playing games. Yep, hopefully you use them, you drag them out of our fantasy voices, and you turn it into a warrior or a cleric, or an animagus, or whatever the hell you want. I just want you to bring my baby to life. Bring him off the page. Yeah, right, you know. Conjure them. Conjure- Use the black magic of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Use the black magic my mom warned me about when I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Um, And today, the conjuring begins with Twitter user Collage sent us, Big Jeremy, the Ironmonger's son. And actually, uh, the game that we're going to be using to create Big Jeremy, the Ironmonger's son, was actually also sent to us. This was sent to us by Brandon Leon uh, Gambetta, friend of the show at Dr. Captain Cobalt on Twitter. This is a, a book called Central Casting, a character creation system and a roleplay aid for any fantasy roleplaying system. This book is bananas. <laughs> Why is it bananas, Jeff? It's, I it's like a. I've lost the words to describe this. Uh, a, a how-to manual, or yeah, it's like a general and basically a super detailed character generator that was written in like 1988, I think. And it's a thousand tables. It is what it is. Just a just a boatload of random tables that you roll on to get things like hobbies and if your birth is legitimate and your social status. Holy shit. Okay, first of all, listeners, I don't know this game at all. So I'm going to be learning with you as we play how uh, this game works on a thousand tables as we birth Big Jeremy. Yes. So some of the tables will roll on and some of them will just talk through and like decide. But there's going to be some rolling on tables. Um we've got a I got a I got a a stack of dice here to roll on. Oh, that sound is so satisfying. It is the greatest sound. Can you just can you man. shake it? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. I want to dive right in right. and give birth to Big Jeremy, the Ironmonger's son. Okay, here we go. So the first thing we're going to do is decide our character's race. We can roll on a table or we can uh decide like decide it. They give us oh, a bunch of options. I want to lean into the randomness of this and uh give Big Jeremy some true variation. I want him okay. to try to roll on as many tables as possible. This is like traditional fantasy world, right? Like dwarves and elves yeah, humans, and... elves, dwarves, halflings, half elves. And other races such as beast men and reptile men and orcs. Oh, please, God, other men. I um, want other. 
I want to roll on. I want to roll this twenty real bad, so we can roll on other races. Okay, fuck it. Big Jeremy is of the other okay. races. He's the pork of D and D. He's a beast man. Part man, part beast. Includes minotaurs, centaurs, satyrs, fawns, and goat men. What? Okay, so what are we picking for his? <laughs> what are we picking for his? I guess sub race of beast. Like a shopkeeper. He's, he's the son of a shopkeeper. Do you want to make him half minotaur? I was thinking like a goat. I was thinking I, I like the sound of goat men. Okay, so, but what? <laughs> What half of what half of him is goat? Is it like a centaur, like top half human, bottom half horse, or can we make it scattered? Like some parts of him are goat, yeah, and I'm some picturing parts like, of him. Are... What is? I'm picturing like like a cartoon goat man. You know what I mean? Like he's got really got a vest. He's probably got glasses. You're so you just decided that he's Mister Fucking Tumnus. <laughs> yeah, he's Mister. No, Mister Tumnus is a satyr. He's got the legs. Of, I'm picturing like a character from Arthur. And I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day, hey. Where he's just like a person, but also a goat. But. Uh- <laughs> I feel like that's the type of person that would own a hardware store. So he's he's like an anthropomorphic goat. Like, yeah. he's not so much like half man, half goat. He's just a fucking bipedal goat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's a he, he, he's a goat man. He's like he's Arthur. A he's a character in Arthur. Big Jeremy is just a bipedal goat. <laughs> All right. And I imagine he wears people clothes. I want to make that oh. clear. Yeah, absolutely. He's not naked. He's not a... He's not a beast, he's a beast man. He wears clothes. he wears clothing. So now we decide on the culture level of the character. Okay, can we just make it zero so you just choose tin cans and bleats? <laughs> just <laughs> five options. It's like your charisma role is constantly at negative. You're just <laughs> It's just constantly a tin can in your mouth, because you're you're a goat man. <laughs> so he could be primitive? Oh a nomad. A barbarian, civilized, or civilized decadent. Oh, civilized decadent sounds so good. Can we roll? Can we roll on it? You want to make it up the ju- All right. Do you want to leave these up to chance? Because, or do you want to pick the juiciest one? Because I, uh, decadent just makes me think of him chewing an expensive can <laughs> and talking philosophy with me. I think that we've settled on civilized decadent. Especially... Especially if Big Jeremy's, because we have to remember, Big Jeremy is the son of an ironmonger. He's the son of a businessman. Oh shit, you're right. He has an expertise. Like he's not, he's not a fucking goat. I keep forgetting. Jer- Jeremy is not a goat. He is a goat man. He's the son of a businessman. <laughs> oh, he just came out goat. So a decadent uncivilized culture is a civilized culture past the peak of its prime. Decay has begun to set in, and people have become hedonistic and jaded, <laughs> which ties into the chewing on a tin can. Yeah, it's the world burn. So Big Jeremy has an increased resistance to occurrences that might cause insanity, such as exposure to horror, violence, or drugs. So... <laughs> Big Jeremy's seen some shit. <laughs> Basically, He's nothing... He's on some weird can. <laughs> nothing has faced Big Jeremy. He's been in through the shit, and he's chewed on... Uh, what is it? <laughs> I want to kick ass and chew on a can, and I'm all out of cans. Duke Jeremy 3D, coming to Microsoft Windows 95. 
So the next roll that we we have to make is for literacy. (laughs) (laughs) A character from a decadently civilized culture has only a 20% chance to be literate in his or her language and only a 10% chance to be literate in the language of another culture. I want to just keep cackling into the microphone, but I know that won't make good for internet the good radios. I can't even speak. This is too Well, big can't read. Let's put that put that out there. But can read another language. So probably what? reads the language of men. He probably doesn't know Wow, that's some real tragedy. Oh my god. He sort of lost his goat heritage. <laughs> He's forgotten the language of man. <laughs> He's become one of them. He is no longer go a beast man. Oh my god, you've forgotten who you are, Big Jeremy. You got too caught up in the post-apocalyptic business world. You can't read. Not that illiteracy is funny. No, no, uh, no. But this is a goat. <laughs> But this goat man losing track of his heritage is funny as hell. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So the next thing we're going to roll on, now that we have their cultural background, is we're going to roll on Big Jeremy's social status. And the way that this this works is depending on what you choose, like, it adds a modifier to different roles. So we're going to add plus seven to figure out what Jeremy's social status is. So we are going to add a culture modifier of plus seven because... Big Jeremy is from a decadent civilized culture. So so now we're going to get to see what Big Jeremy's culture level is. What his social status is. Oh dear God. Would you like to choose or roll on it? I'm feeling roll on this one. Oh, roll. I feel him in your hands. All right. I want to do it like Ghost where like you're making pottery and I'm behind you <laughs> through the power of the internet rolling dice. So I rolled a 96. <laughs> Oh, is he president? <laughs> yes, he is nobility. We need to talk about Big Jeremy's family here. So he's not just an ironmonger's son anymore. No, he's the son of who, the owner of all of the ironmongeries. Iron, what is his last name? Big Jeremy. Irons. Big no. Jer- <laughs> Maybe. Jeremy Irons. That is his fucking name. Big Jeremy you did Irons. This. Big Jeremy Irons. Little Jeremy Irons is the actor. Yeah. This yeah. is Big Jeremy Irons, and he is a good. They're cousins. They're cousins, yeah, but one is just way more well off. He's actually little Jeremy Irons relied on the money from Big Jeremy Irons when he was down on his luck as a starting struggling actor. Yeah, and now he's he's paying it back. Yeah. Big Jeremy doesn't forget. He doesn't forget a debt. Okay, so let's check out what we get for being nobility. Ooh, there's special instructions. So, okay, literacy chance is 30%, so we actually have to re-roll to see if we can speak the language of the goat man. Still can't. (laughs) Still can't. Ooh, but he has a 50% chance to have a strange personality quirk. Oh, dear God, gimme! Nope. Damn it! quirk. God, Big Jeremy, you're gonna fucking kill me. (laughs) Okay. Money is determined by social status, the second roll on this table. Oh, okay, I guess I roll again on this table to determine... How rich he is? Yeah. I mean, can we just determine that he's rich as fuck? Yeah, he's rich as fuck. So yeah, let's, like... Let's, ro- let's slide into table 75... 758. 758. 
Okay, so we're going to roll 100d100 to determine the title possessed by an NPC noble and match the result against the column relating to the NPC's culture below. Okay, an NPC? Like another, there's another person? Oh, this is for Big Jeremy. Oh, okay, for Big Jim. So, the 100d100 roll? 94! (laughs) Damn, you are crushing it today! I wish I was playing a game with these numbers. He's a knight. No, he's... Sir Jeremy. No, he's fucking not. Sir Jeremy. Sir Jeremy the Big. Okay, so he's Sir Jeremy. So that's how important his father is as the owner of all of these these ironmongers. Or did Big Jeremy leave home? Or is Jeremy still at home, but he's just done some noble shit? Like he mm. earned his knighthood by like defeating an invading force. Like he killed like he thought of a plan to destroy an invader, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was a there. What? Where? Where is he from? What's this kingdom? What's it? Where is he? Where is he from? Is that a table too? Um, it might be. It might be. We're we're taking the step by step. Okay, let's. All right, let's just keep going okay. step by step. So yeah, now we're gonna find out how wealthy his family is. All right. Now I see. Now I see how it works. And then there's some land. Oh well. So Jeremy's also a landowner. Of course. <laughs> he has land. Do they have a name? What do we think the name is? Hmm, Big Jeremy the Ironmonger's son. Could be Irons Hill. Irons Hill is good. I like yeah. Jeremy Irons Hill. Yeah. Irons Hill. So he has his own land. So his family his family owns land. The Irons family owns land, and we're going to roll some dice to see. There is a 35% chance that he that Jeremy owns his own land. Okay, let me, I'm just going to, I'm going to recap so far. Yeah. Big Jeremy Irons family owns land he does not however he is a knight yes okay so he's a knight of this land-owning family of goat men perfect let us not forget that he is a goat man he is a goat man so so determine his wealth i rolled a 38 that's not the best plus seven so 45 yeah 45 comfortable they live comfortably they're doing all right yeah, the hardware stores are bringing in enough money to, uh, you know... Own some motherfucking land. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't their bad. Money, their assets are in land. Exactly, okay. Do you want to know how much how much land do they have? Of, co- of course I do. With the power of editing, this is just going to be sped up and chopped quick, and we'll just be rattling these motherfuckers off. The amount of land that they have in acres... Or square miles of land, sorry, that's way more. <laughs> Four square miles of land. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we name it yet? Do you want to still yeah. name it Iron Hill? Unless you have another idea. Isn't Iron Hill a brewery from where we're Yes, wrong? it is. Yes, oh, it is. Uh, now that you mention it. Well, and it's still Iron Hill, and they I'm sure <laughs> they have a nice brewery called Iron Hill that's in South Jersey. Yeah, yeah, it's probably real nice. All right. So they have four square miles of Iron Hill that Big Jeremy... Is just a knight in. So he's pretty well known. Like the commoners would know him. Yeah, they would. They would they probably they, they probably know him a lot. Damn. Alright, let's keep chopping on this. This is fucking incredible. So uh I'm gonna go all the way back to the start, but I wanna make it known that Jeremy has one D four hobbies to roll on a table labeled hobbies. I cannot fucking wait. So how old do we think Big Jeremy is? Let's make him. 
Do you want it to be adolescent, adult, mature, elderly, or ancient? Jeff, you know, I kind of want him to be an ancient goat man. <laughs> All right. He wasn't always Big Jeremy. That's fair. Like, he earned that. It's like a tree. Like, with every year, he gains size. So he's ancient. Okay. So that's the next step. <laughs> ancient goat man. <laughs> His family lives for a long time. <laughs> Hundreds. Okay, do they ever die? I think they have to be killed. I, I think there's only one way that they can be killed. <laughs> what is that? Poison. <laughs> They are especially susceptible to this. So they're immortal goats. Except if they eat poison, which is likely because they're goats. <laughs> if they chew on the wrong tin can, they will die. Oh my god, we made elf goats. <laughs> elf goats. Alright, what is next, now that we've ruined it? Next we're going to choose one entry on table 114B, Noteworthy Items. Awesome. Yeah. Let's see how many unusual, noteworthy things about has hap have happened in his past. He has two. Big Jeremy has two unusual things, noteworthy things that happened in his past. Okay. Would you like to know what they are? I would. Uh, no, of course, I fucking would. <laughs> this is going to lead to the history of why his family can't die. This makes me so happy. In addition to having um several hobbies. <laughs> He also devotes time to another hobby. <laughs> so he's retired, so I guess that makes sense. That he's got uh, just a billion fucking hobbies. Yeah, he's an ancient goat. He could be a thousand years old. Like, he's not gonna... And he's he's a nobleman. He's gonna have people farming. Or he can just go to the markets. They're doing okay. He doesn't have to, like, toil. He can go shop and he has time to make, like, model boats and shit. How many hobbies is he supposed to have for being a nobleman? Found it. Hold on, I guess I gotta be specific in how many hobbies. 1d4, 1d4 plus 1 hobbies. He has 5 hobbies. Holy shit, he has so much free time. You know, retirement's pretty great. It's true, we're working for this. Like, I want to live the Big Jeremy dream. Aren't we all trying to get to the point where we have 5 different hobbies? True, I mean, if I think about it, I have one of my hobbies. Um, I mean, we have a podcast. I have two um, podcasts. Well, you have two podcasts. I have one. But I play way too many video games. I unfortunately work out. Um, And, wow, I don't think I have five hobbies. <laughs> Holy shit. You're not living that Big Jeremy life. I, I'm not living my best Big Jeremy life. I gotta get on his level. I'm fucking up. I'm gonna grab five D20s for this. <laughs> let's see let's see what big jim is all about shall we <laughs> what, what's big jim get up to uh i got a 14 which is hairdressing and cosmetics <laughs> yes big jim knows how to do hair good <laughs> jeremy is just making people look so good a six which is acting oh the shit theater. oh he's a thespian <laughs> That yeah, that ties in with the makeup and the art and the cosmetics. Oh my god, he fishes. He's again. He's an old. He's an old man. Time to fish. He has money. He can go to the theater, and he's you know gotta look great. He's a sportsman. Oh my god, I didn't know if that meant like hunting, but he's gonna play a fucking sport. He's a boxer. No fucking way. 
Oh, man. I think we, I mean, if we pick classes later on, that helps a lot. And he hunts for sport. So he's a hunter. He's sort of, wow, he is a. He's a renaissance man. He's a real renaissance man. God damn, he's an actor. He's a beautician. He's a fisherman. <laughs> he's leading a real Teddy Roosevelt style, like, interesting life. And <laughs> just speak softly and chew on a big old can. <laughs> All right. So now we roll on how good he is at any of these hobbies. Oh, no. I always thought he would be like, oh, and he's, of course, excellent at all of them. Please, I want him to be shit at all of them. So it's like a sad old man who, like, does clown makeup. Well, before we do that, which of those five hobbies do you think is the one that he's real passionate about? <sighs> I really want to do cosmetics. Cosmetics, all right. Look, because it's a goat. Yeah. He has no ha he has has fur. That was okay, does he style the hair of man? Or or only beast men? Like he opens a beast men only barbershop, but he did forget his culture. Tying in with the fact that he doesn't remember his goat culture, I think he styles the hair of beast men to make them presentable to the society of men. <sighs> oh, that's fucked up. So about 10 to 15% of his total income is spent on this beauty business, <laughs> on his boutique. <laughs> As for how good he is at it. Come on, flawless. Come on, flawless. He's real good at it. Oh shit, how good? Um, It's just that like a rank system, to be like, you're a rank whatever, and to give you like an idea of how good he is. But he's at rank 9. He's real good at... We need to pause because there's a discussion to be had here. There's a story that's shaken out. Yes. Okay. So we got to kind of start more at the beginning-ish. Yeah. Well, we got to recap. Let's recap. This has been a lot of information. Yeah. So, Big Jeremy. Sir Big Jeremy. Sir Big Jeremy Irons. Irons of Iron Hill. His family's lands that he does not own. But they are four square miles. So that's like a small community. Like, he yeah. has a small community of yes. beast men that live on his family's land. And he's probably been knighted from defending them. Yes, he so he's knighted. been like a decorated soldier. He's a decorated war veteran who defended the land from an invader. I mean, this could have happened, you know, 400 years ago. Like he's ancient. Yeah, he's ancient. He's an ancient goat. He's always been around. Generations of families have known Big Jeremy as being like that goat guy, and he has a boutique in town that's called the Billy Goat Scruff. Yep. The Billy Goat Scruff. He he. Yep. There it is. Um, and he gets only fit what fifteen to thirty percent. Ten to fifteen percent of his money is is put directly into this. He doesn't know how to read. Doesn't, he doesn't know how to read goat. He can read man. Yes, he can read man. But he has forgotten. Oh my god, what if it's just a matter of, like, it's just time. All the other goat men are dead. He's the last of his kind. He's the last goat He's man. the last of the goat men. Oh no. But there's tons of other beast men. Yeah, there's minotaurs and centaurs that need trims. And he has to do it, but like, he doesn't know how to do the hair of his fucking people and stuff. He's lost, he's lost out on, he's lost the history. That is terrible. This is, this is heavy stuff. Oh my god. I feel awful. Big Jeremy's all alone in this world. But he's making a family, though. Like, he he's, is. It's the family that you choose, right? Like, he's building, he's building his own, he's building a new family on his family's four square miles away. 
So, real quick, he's also a world-class actor. Holy shit, yes! Can we make him good? Wait, can we just make him good at everything? Well, he's pretty, he's already, yeah, he's pretty good at all of his hobbies. Like, I'm not gonna bother rolling them, because the way it works is you roll 1d4 and you add a bunch of things. Yeah. But because he is, like, he's, like, nobility and from a decadent civilization, like, he's already adding three to five ranks per thing. So he's good at everything that he does. Also, keep in mind, this motherfucker has, like, 2,000 years of hobbies. If I practice whittling for 2,000 years, I am going to be so goddamn good at carving wood. Yes. So, yeah, he's, like, he's he's OP. He's overpowered. So, now that we know his past. Yes. He has at least one NPC that loves, like, him and his family. Okay. So he has a. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that he has a community in his family's land. Is it like Alfred? But he has like this is like the 80th Alfred he's had in Wayne no, Manor. No, I think it's. I think what it is is he's like built a small village around his family's land, and he's just like the guy that oversees it, but also runs like the boutique. He's like provided safety and comfort. Like he founded basically uh, Iron Hill. We can. I mean, we can. Can we say that yet? That he founded it. Or as he took over his family's lands. It was his family's land, but he made, he built a village on the land that was Iron Hill. <laughs> oh my god, can I throw out some possible background? Yeah. Alright, so, he is the last of his kind, okay? Right. He, maybe he fought to defend the people that live in his community. People were coming to kill them, like maybe other goat men, and he had to fight them off. Okay. He had to keep his little flock, his little flock of sheep safe. Yeah. You know, like, and then he built his little community to like, I'll no, I'll look over you from my tower that's shaped like a tin can and it shines in the sun. I'll look over you guys and I'll even have a boutique. And like, he's maybe protecting the, oh my God, he has all the other beast men. It's like a, he runs like a safe haven. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Big Jeremy, Big Jeremy is amazing. <laughs> Big Jeremy is like the greatest man alive. He created a safe refuge for beast men, and he can give them a shape-up if, if they need. He wants to be done with fighting. He just wants nothing more than to... He just wants to cut hair. He wants to cut hair and act and just enjoy... He wants leisure time. He wants everyone to enjoy the rich life that he is now. Yeah, but he knows that he's going to have to fight to keep it. Damn. He's always going to have to fight to keep it. Big fucking Jeremy. All right, what is next? Now that I'm, like, swept up in the greatest man alive. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. Oh my god. I'm falling in love with this book, by the way. Okay, so now we are selecting three personality. I, I feel like I don't, I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna bypass that one because I feel like we've already got his personality. Yeah, he's great. I mean, only because we decided, though, he's seen some shit. Yeah. He was living on the streets when it was drugs, because it said he's resistant to drugs. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so he's, he was on the streets when it was like, there was a, Really bad. What kills goats? Like, what's something that kills a goat? There was a there was a really bad mint jelly epidemic in his city, <laughs> and and there was some really bad curry that was going around, and it was uh, it was really like affecting the population, and Pete violence was at an all time high, and fucking Big Jeremy said no, and he stood up to all that nonsense and made some serious change. Yeah. Did he unite all the beast men? Like, were I they scattered? 
I think he's brought them in. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is that he's gathered them under his own umbrella. Like, he's gathered them in this village from their many, like, scattered nomad tribes and given them a place to call home. Oh my god. So when when he did this, though, were there other goats or was it always just him? I I I like to imagine that he fought with the other goats. Okay, I like that as well. That like the goats were like Camelot. There's like a fall a, ca- a fall of Camelot thing. Oh, and he's just the last one that lives. Jeff, we just made the goats of the round table. <laughs> There's the episode title: The Goats of the Round Table, and he is Arthur. Well, I think he might, I think he's like, maybe Lance, no. He's probably, I guess, like, Gawain, or somebody that is around after the fall of Camelot. Oh. My god. So he saw, like, Goat Arthur, which ties in perfectly with our theme, Jeff. And I said, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. (laughs) Goat King Arthur. (laughs) It was just Arthur. (laughs) It's just Arthur the (laughs) Aardvark. His little shirt. And glasses. <laughs> but with a little goat beard. Arthur used to run Iron Hill. <laughs> but he was slain in battle. <laughs> Just viciously murdered. <laughs> viciously murdered by the evil witch DW. Holy shit. Oh. But yeah, no, for real though. It is like, it's Knights of the Goat Table and Arthur. Holy shit, he's like the last surviving knight. That's why he's a knight. That's why he's the knight. He's the last of the order. And that's why he has to defend the beast men. Because no, there's no one else who can. Yeah. Because he's immortal. Like, he has he has some supernatural powers that they do not. So he has yeah. to keep them safe. Oh, my God. This is so much pressure. And he's just, oh, my God. He's the coolest character ever. He's pretty great. Big, no wonder they call him Big Jeremy. And to think his father was merely an ironmonger. He became a knight of the goat table. Yep. And he now he runs all of Iron Hill. Good God, he is a Cinderella story. He really is. What is the next table before I just start sobbing at the beauty? <laughs> Actually, it looks like that might be the last. No, there's we we get to really roll on one more table. Okay. Um, because we've already kind of filled out everything that because we've gone through the process of creating a basic character. Yes. So then we kind of settle on, like, what type of character is, and we've sort of already settled on him being a leader. Yes. So there's some basic questions that we've already answered, like, who does he lead? Are they loyal or disloyal? They follow him to the gates of hell. Okay, so we get two more tables to roll on. And then this character is created, and he is off to defend his people and cut their hair. We have to give him weapons and stuff, though. Yeah, we'll set, we'll do that. That'll be the last thing we do. So... All leaders have something unusual about them. So I'm going to read you off some tables. Okay. And you tell me which table you want to roll on. Perfect. Unusual birth circumstances. Mm. Noteworthy items. Exotic personality features. Birthmarks. Curses. Blessings. Serious wounds. Psychic abilities. Uh Physical afflictions. Or unusual skills. How many do I get? Just one. Oh. Uh, well, we decided he's immortal. Would that count as a blessing, or do we want another one? I think that counts as a blessing. Okay, so he, he that is what he has. He is. How did he acquire be, the power of being immortal? 
Uh, I think it had to be some very some some. I'm, I'm picturing something very Arthurian because that's kind of the theme. Yes, like does he have does he have like an Excalibur type thing? I think he does. I think he absolutely does, and I think it's. I think it was Arthur's like crown or whatever. What Arthur's glasses? Yeah, we're. Oh my gosh. Aaron, we literally the first thing I said about him was that he wears little was that he's a little goat man in little glasses. Holy shit! Those are those are Goat King Arthur's glasses. Those are Goat King Arthur's magic glasses, such that you can oversee, you can <sighs> see your kingdom for all forever and all time. Sight beyond sight. Well, no. What I'm thinking is that their glasses just let him be immortal, such that he can see the growth of his kingdom forever. Holy shit! Okay, how did original Arthur fall? I think it was in battle. Of course. I think it was in battle with some sort of, like, monster army. Do you want to say those monsters were men? Yes, I do. Yeah, they were battling men. Men came to take... Did they come to take his glasses? <laughs> yeah, because they were more... They were more they were the secret to immortality. Yeah. Any like, ruler that wields Arthur's glasses would be immortal. Yeah, so they came to take it, and they all fell, but somehow through... Ooh, what about, like, an act of heroism? Like, Arthur took a crossbow bolt for Big Jeremy. A poisoned crossbow bolt. A poisoned one. A mint jelly-tipped crossbow bolt pierced his armor and just nicked him enough for it to seep into his veins. Yep. And as Big Jeremy held him on the battlefield, he said, Jeremy, take my glasses, and all will be revealed. And so he put them on, and I think once he put them on, it was like the rightful... He was like, this whole time, Big Jeremy was the rightful king of yes. Iron Hill. And it let out like a shockwave, you know, of energy. Yeah. And then he pulled... What weapon does he use? A short spear. Our last character had a spear. That's true. All right. Roll it again. Okay. A light mace. Ooh. Plus four light mace. He's got a mace. Okay, so what I'm thinking of this image, if I may... Go for it. ...is Arthur dies, he puts the glasses on, he releases basically like Super Saiyan, like, you know, like light, everyone's blinded, and his he had like a shitty mace in his hand, and it's suddenly like now the the the, the circular part? I don't know what to call it. The um, spiked just ball? The, just like the... I think it's just the... The head of the mace, I think. Yeah, so the head of the mace just grows, like, to the size of, like, a beach ball, and he's able to wield it. It's glowing yellow, gold, and all these colors, and he just starts spinning it around, and it just destroys, like, the incoming armies. Mm-hmm. Damn. He's got a magic mace? That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty boss. That's pretty, a glowing fucking mace? That is amazing. It's huge. Yeah. Damn. Big Jeremy. So he's got this mace, and I imagine he... I imagine he's got... What I think he's got is, like, glamoured armor. Meaning shiny or magic? Magic, that it looks like clothes. Like, it just looks like clothing. Oh. So he's just wearing, like, a vest and a little coat. But he's like... But if you were to, like, stab him, and it would be, like, it would be, like, full plate armor. Damn. That's really fucking awesome. So we have one last roll to make for this character. Okay. One last noteworthy event from his life. Okay. On the noteworthy items table. I rolled an eight. What is it? The NPC has an obsession regarding something that had happened or might happen. 
something that dominates the rest of his life. Oh no, he can't. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna roll on the other one because the sixth is preventing a future event. Oh my god, that's so perfect. He can't get over the loss, the Battle of Iron Hill. Pretty sure Battle of Iron Hill is like a actual Revolutionary War battle fought with goat men. Yeah, of course. This is all. This is just American folklore. <laughs> yeah, the Iron Hill, the Iron Hill Brewery in New Jersey is named after the the land of Big Jeremy the Goat Man. Oh, Iron Works Battle of Iron Works Hill is a thing that happened in America. Is that didn't happen in Mount that, Holly, did it? That's the one. That's the one from Mount Holly. Holy shit! Um, for listeners. That is basically our hometown. Yeah. We grew up in the site of a legendary Battle of Goatman. Holy shit, the Battle of Iron Works slash Hill. I mean, name has been lost in translation over the sure. centuries, but... Sure, sure, sure. Scholars debate it. Yeah, we were... We grew up on the Battle of... We grew up on this battlefield. We are... Oh, wait, Jeff, is this like fucking Truman Show? Where right <laughs> now we're recording this podcast while Big Jeremy is actually real and watching over us? Aaron, I believe that Big Jeremy watches over all of us. Yeah, that's Big Jeremy. Can we just do one last recap? Yeah. All right. So hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago, the Battle of Iron Hill works. King Arthur the Goatman fought bravely to defend his fellow beastmen against the encroaching army of human men. When he fell in battle by a mint jelly tipped arrow, one of his greatest knights, Sir Big Jeremy Irons, <laughs> held him in his arms. got through that one. Yeah, held him in his arms as he died. King Arthur the Goat passed his round, adorable cartoon looking glasses and placed them on Big Jeremy's face. Instantly, he was fueled with power. A power he could not wield correctly at first. Yeah, that's a new thing. What if he didn't, yeah. like, he didn't want to just completely wipe them out? The mace in his hand grew powerful and emitted a blast of energy, decimating the encroaching army. He then realized he became the most powerful being in existence. He gained the power of immortality and the responsibility to watch over all residents of his beast kingdom. God damn! God damn! God damn. Jeff, that's a really good fucking story. I don't even... I don't care about his stats. His stats obviously are, like, maxed. Oh, man, Big Jeremy. Like, yeah, like, God, people, if you're gonna use Big this... Big Jeremy! If you're gonna use Big Jeremy in a campaign, please reconsider making him fight things like bandits, because it... <laughs> <laughs> make make him fight like Zeus or just play a game like, oh, I'm playing Settlers of Catan, but I'm just playing as Big Jeremy. <laughs> I'm just going to play Big Jeremy. I'm just going to play Big Jeremy because he is all powerful unless he ever gets hit by Mint Jelly. But I think nowadays he'd be a little too wise for that shit. Yeah, he knows. He knows to watch for it. Yeah. Damn. Yo, Big, Big Jeremy is like a fantastic like quest giver. Though is the thing. Oh like, yeah! Imagine you're playing a D and D game and you walk into a barber shop and a goat <laughs> man is there with some scissors and he's like, you know, once upon a time I fought a battle or two, and then it turns out that he's like the last living goat man knight, 
and he's like, you need to go on a quest on behalf of Big Jeremy Irons. Like, Big Jeremy Irons is like, hello, I I know I'm just a simple hairdresser, but I'm God, and I need you to go on a quest for me. Like, I am a literal God, almost, pretty much. He has a godly power, and he sends you on really fun, he sends you on, like, fetching quests, like, go get me three metal scissors. Yo, I love Big Jeremy. (laughs) Big Jeremy is really quite incredible. Wow, that that wow. everything came full circle with, of course, fucking Arthur. It started at Arthur and it ended at Arthur. Really, Arthur is all things. Oh God, I mean, I've learned so much from PBS's Arthur, <laughs> and it continues to inspire us all as Big Jeremy Irons, pupil of the greatest knight, King Goat Arthur. <laughs> of course, he watches over all of us. All right, I'm feeling good about this one. Yeah, I think that concludes Big I think Jeremy. That wraps it up. Yeah. Um, so thank you, B Collage, for sending us the prompt for the greatest character. Thank you character. so much for yeah. Jeremy. Thank you for giving us the greatest character of all time. And thank you to Brandon for pointing us in the direction of central casting, because this book is amazing. And it was not until I was properly going through it that I fell madly in love with it. Yes. The, God bless you for sending God's bless you. Many... Big Jeremy bless you for sending Jeremy us bless this. You. Jeremy bless us. Can we end episodes with that now? <laughs> we can. I don't see why not. It's our podcast. Big Jeremy bless you. So thank you to everyone involved for all of this. Oh my God. If if you'd like us to create a character, please tweet at us using the uh, handle at AMFC underscore podcast. Give us a follow, start tweeting at us, spam us. I don't care. We just want these prompts. We can keep cranking out these glorious people with your help. Help us help you to bring that character deep in your mind to life and turn them into a goat man. (laughs) Yeah, we will take them and, of course, ruin them. If you had fun listening to this, tell a friend. Um, It's the only way we can grow and get more characters and more fun. Yes, it's very important to the growth of the show. Until next time, Aaron. Good night. And good game. 